It's time for the Plan with Dan podcast, the show that will help you discover and achieve your true purpose for money and make you a more confident investor. We'll talk about sane and intelligent approaches to financial planning. Now, let's plan with Dan. It's time for another Plan with Dan podcast. Walter Storholt here alongside Dan Betzel, the founder of Betzel Wealth Advisors, serving you in the greater Columbus area. Find us online by going to BetzelWealthAdvisors.com. You can listen to past podcasts there and uh, future ones as well, of course. 614-472-4510 is your number to call to reach Dan. That's 614-472-4510. On today's podcast, we're going to talk about rookie mistakes. And uh, this is the funny thing, though. It doesn't mean that you have to be a rookie to make these mistakes. Veterans make these mistakes as well. Dan, I kind of liken it to, you know, football. Whenever you're watching, uh, you know, Monday Night Football or whatever it might be, and you see that, you know, 15-year veteran receiver running across the middle of the field, catching the football, but they turn their head and start to run upfield before completing the catch. And you'll hear those announcers always say, oh, fundamental mistake, or he made a rookie mistake. That's a pretty common uh, example. That's just a sports analogy. But I'm sure that you see people making mistakes, even folks who've been do-it-yourselfers for years, maybe coming into your office and you see where they've made some missteps along the way. Do you see that from time to time? Yeah, absolutely, Walter. And it's, you know, we're all human. And I have a lot of empathy for people that, you know, make mistakes. And you know, one of the first mistakes that I often see people is, it's kind of like when I go to the grocery store by analogy. I just kind of wander <laughs> up and down the aisles and just kind of pick whatever looks good and put it in my cart. Oh, yeah. I, I, you I you, really you and any... I, there's a reason. I think we're kindred spirits here. Yes, I'm, <laughs> I'm in your same boat. <laughs> this looks good. Let's try this. And I don't really have, you know, a thought out purpose or a thought out, you know, objective what I'm trying to get done. So, you know, as people, you know, begin investing when they get their first job and they have and they change jobs and, you know, and they and they meet one financial advisor or another. And, and so often when I see them when they're getting ready, ready to retire, they have a whole bag or a whole grocery cart mm. full of, you know, various investments. But there's really no overall purpose or strategy. Um, and there's, there's there's no one overseeing them to make sure that they're all actually working together to reach that particular person's financial goals. That's a great example. You are a grocery shopping veteran, and yet you still make that rookie <laughs> mistake of, of grocery shopping without that list in your hands, without that purpose. You just casually go through Absolutely. the aisles. Absolutely. Uh, I'm totally guilty of the same sin there. Um, and, and that's a good first rookie mistake to cover as well, when people have investments with no purpose. Uh, what's the consequence of that, though, Dan, if you're investing without a purpose? Well, if you don't have a purpose, you don't have a specific goal, and you don't know how each piece fits in to, to reach that goal, mm. I think one of, the, uh, one of the, the main issues that I see is people really have no financial peace of mind around their strategy. And it's just absolutely vital, especially as you begin to get closer to retirement, you know, that you can create a plan and a pathway forward that's going to give you and your family the financial peace of mind that you deserve. And you only can do that if you know the purpose that your investments, uh, how they're functioning and how they fit into reaching your overall goal. We have five rookie mistakes to cover on today's podcast. That's the first one, when you have investments with no purpose. Another rookie mistake that we all might fall victim to from time to time is not understanding your risk, or maybe in some cases people kind of ignore or uh, stick their head in the sand. Maybe it might be, I don't want to know the risk that I'm taking because I, I know it's probably not the right amount. But let's start with the not understanding risk. Why is that such a rookie mistake to make? Yeah, well, I think... Uh 
often I'm surprised when people will tell me, for example, they'll say, you know, I am very risk adverse. I don't like to have much risk at all in my life or specifically in my portfolio. And then they'll show me their portfolio and I'll, and I'll do an analysis of it and, and I'll see that there is enormous you know, risk in the portfolio. And I think sometimes they don't see it because when they're picking out, you know, uh, say even individual stocks or mutual funds, they're often going by the name. So if it says, if it has the word bond in it or conservative or income builder, then they think it doesn't have a lot of risk in it. And they really don't know how to look inside that specific fund and to see what the real risk is. Or they may pick a stock that they are familiar with. Maybe they work at General Electric. And so they feel that that's a very conservative stock and they don't really understand that, you know, that's an S&P 500 stock and what the standard deviation is and how much risk is involved in owning that stock. So a lot of it is just they just need someone to sit down and and help them uh, educate themselves about how do you find risk and then how do you suck it out of your portfolio. It's another rookie mistake, not understanding the risk that you're taking. Here's another one, Dan. And this one I think is debatable because we can't eliminate emotions from our decision making entirely but we do want to be careful that emotions aren't driving our decisions necessarily uh it's a rookie mistake we have it here on the list making emotional decisions but uh, what that that debate to me is always interesting i guess yeah it's i I, you know i totally agree with you i mean uh, we're all emotional beings and then we uh try to find some uh logic to back up our emotional decision but what what i think i'm talking about here is uh this almost I, not almost, it is a 24-7 war for your mind. I mean, I used to tell clients, you know, just turn off the TV and don't listen to the talking heads. But that's actually almost impossible with the way, um, you know, the media totally surrounds us today. But all of the people on the TV shows, all the different money shows, you know, they're all, I think, using um, – a lot of fear or greed to motivate you to take action when often the very best action that you can personally take is, you know, to be a long-term investor, to have a well-diversified portfolio, to know how much risk is in your portfolio and to know that your portfolio is designed, you know, with all of these economic headlines and political um, upheavals going along, going around over the whole world, you know, and if you really have a portfolio that you understand has the right amount of risk in it, then the short-term volatility that may occur because of a recent election in France or uh, a recent um, decision by um, you know Britain to pull out of the EU really has no long-term consequences for you. So that's what I mean about don't let these uh, current political and economic events undermine your long-term investment strategy. I don't know. Does that make sense to you, Wolf? It does. Yeah, it's just it's that balance, right? I mean, we're going to talk yeah. about balance a lot, but that's a particular one. How does making a financial decision make you feel? Uh, and because sometimes I, I kind of view it with the house uh, conversation, like let's pay off the house, but interest rates are so low. But I know it may not be the most financial savvy thing to do to go ahead and pay off my house, but it would make me feel a lot better if I didn't have that doubt. How do you handle when folks are in in, in situations like that and and, and balancing uh, sort of, hey, this is, would make me feel better, even if it's not the, you know, going to make me the most money in this period of time? Yeah, I think, I mean, you're putting your finger on a really important issue, you know, behavioral finance. And that's what it's all about. It's about about you learning how to manage your emotions and, and keeping your long-term goals in place. Um, I, I guess I think of it kind of like, a, like an airplane analogy. If you've ever flown on a very, very long flight, 
Like uh, last year, I was sitting on a 747-400 in New York, and I was getting ready for a 16-hour flight. Oh, and the pilot man. comes on, and he says, we're flying halfway around the world. And it's not if we run into bad weather, but when. We are going to run into some bad weather. I want you to know the plane is designed to to go through the bad weather. I'm very skilled pilot, and I know how to navigate the weather. But when I ask you to please uh, sit in your seat and put your seatbelt on, I want you to agree that you'll do that. And so I, I remember reaching down and really putting my seatbelt on tight. We haven't we haven't even taken off yet. And I thought, wow, that's so much. Sounds so much like long-term investing. You know, we're going to run into headwinds. We're going to run into turbulence. We're trying to get you from where you are today to where you want to be that, you know, that when you retire. And the portfolio is going to be designed and managed you know, to navigate through those times. And your job is to work with me and both of us to help each other to know what your goals are and to control the emotions. And I think you have to give some real thought up front to how much risk can you really take. It's not if 2008 happens, uh, but when it happens again. And can you really take the amount of losses that are in a portfolio designed, you know, an aggressive portfolio will lose 40%. A conservative portfolio will lose 3%. Where are you? Probably somewhere between those two. We need to have that conversation up front, and we need to make sure that we manage it as we go through the next storm. That's beautiful and makes a lot of sense. And it's and it just like flying, it's not something to be scared of. Another 2008, yes, it's a scary prospect, but it's not something to be scared of, just like airplane turbulence. Yes, it's scary, but it's not something to be scared of if you're just emotionally prepared for it. So absolutely, I, I think you illustrated that point very well. That That's good. Uh, we're talking about some of the rookie mistakes that people make, and yeah, uh, emotional decision-making is a misstep that a lot of us uh, from time to time will yeah. mess up on. But that's why it's nice having somebody like Dan on your side to help uh, kind of be that third party to kind of nudge people back in the right direction or be able to voice that opinion, I suppose, of, hey, you're, you're being a little too emotional about this particular decision. You need to think of it this way, or you're able to kind of, I guess, nudge people back on track, Dan. That's my goal. But we're all human. I have a lot of empathy for it. It's totally fine to feel. Just, you just don't want to act on those emotions. Speaking of uh, acting on, on particular things, it's the number four yeah. part of our rookie mistakes list here, and those are the hot tips. <laughs> and these come in all yeah. different shapes and sizes, don't they, Dan? Wow. I, I mean, I, there's hardly a day goes by that I don't get either asked um, by a client or a friend or a family member about some hot tip that they've heard about. The most recent one I've heard about um, is a company here in Columbus that I guess has uh, is doing research in synthetic blood, and they promise it's going to uh, revolutionize both the hospital and the battlefield. I mean, I, I, I have no idea. I don't think anyone has any idea. Yeah, I've read of, I've read articles about this though. Yeah, have you really the synthetic? Yeah. I, I, it's been a while, but I remember reading something about that. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 fascinating, and I hope that that'd be a wonderful advancement. You know, for you know for medical care if they're able to to come up with this, but there's no way for us to quantify the amount of risk involved in that particular um, investment. So, you know, I call that speculation. There's nothing wrong with speculation. There's nothing wrong with going to Las Vegas and, 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 and playing the roulette table as long as you know it's speculation and as long as you're not using monies that you need, you know, to fund your retirement, to fund your kids' college education, you know, those monies you should be investing prudently and you certainly can't do that with, you know, your your neighbors or uh, your your golf buddies, you know, hot hot stock tip. 
But if you want to do that on the side, you know, with a small portion of your money, that's what I tell people to do. Look at it as speculation. Look at it as a kind of gambling or entertainment. Fine. But that's nothing that um, that I think a professional can help you with. What we can help you with is to invest your money prudently, long term, manage the risk and help you reach your goals. All right. Last rookie mistake here. You covered everything I think we need to know there on on the hot tips. Uh, one last rookie mistake we see. When folks forget about the fees they're paying in their portfolios, what do we need to know about that mistake? Yeah. Wow. So, you know, so many of the fees are hidden. And unless you know where to look in the prospectus, you really can't see them. You're not going to often see them at your statement. So you, you, you may have an advisor, an advisory fee. And you need to know what that is. Um, the custodian, wherever the money is 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 being held, whether it's you know one of the trust companies or Schwab, but they also have a fee. And if you have a mutual fund, there's going to be annual expenses, you know that that are going to um, be in the mutual fund. I've seen them as high as almost two percent for international funds. They can be really really low as uh, you know 0.05 in an index fund. And then it's also, I think, really, really important to see what the turnover ratio is inside of a mutual fund. In other words, the manager, how many stocks are they purchasing and, and selling and purchasing in a given year? Because when they do that, that can also be a drain on your portfolio. You know, the difference between the, the selling price and the purchasing price, between the bid and the ask spread, that can that can really also be a drain on your portfolio. And you know, lastly, sometimes I see people with various kinds of annuities and they really aren't sure of what the uh, all the costs inside the annuity, you know, the mortality and the expense and the rider charges. They can be sometimes as high as three, you know, three and four percent. So it's wow. really important that you know the fees that you're being charged in your investment accounts. Well, Dan, if I'm listening to the podcast today and I know that I've made some of these mistakes before, uh, may, maybe some of them I've made multiple times, if I come in and meet with you, how do you help me avoid these kinds of things? What's your planning process look like to help limit these mistakes that I would otherwise make on my own? Yeah, so um, you know, it's educational process. It's a two-way process. Uh, I want to educate you about you know prudent, evidence-based investing, and at the same time, you're educating me about your family's goals and where you're where you currently are in your financial planning process. And together, you know, uh, we come up with a plan that's going to reflect what's important to you and how what your individual goals are. So uh, it's a three-prong process. Uh, the first prong is. I educate you about my investment philosophy, see if it makes sense. And then you, of course, have to educate me about what your goals are and where your current investments uh, are located. And then together on the third meeting, we um, actually come up together with a plan. Well, if you'd like to meet with Dan Betzel to discuss your financial situation, I'll encourage you to just give him a call. 614-472-4510 is the number. Again, that's 614 614- 472-4510. You can also go and uh, meet him in the office, and uh, it's going to be serving you here in the greater Columbus area, of course, in Gahanna, near the airport, and always online, BetzelWealthAdvisors.com. Betzel is B-E-T-Z-E-L, BetzelWealthAdvisors.com. That's where you can also listen to past podcasts, future podcasts, and the like. In fact, our next podcast next week is going to be about some of the major life events that we need to be planning for in advance. 
how do you deal with these things when they pop up? Now, not all of them will be in advance. Some of them you might not see coming. But they're major life events that we might not have a lot of experience going through because they only happen once or twice to us in life. And so we've got to be aware of uh, the challenges and the consequences. We'll delve into what you need to know about those major life events again next week. Dan, thanks for the help with these rookie mistakes, and we'll be sure to uh, avoid those as well. And we'll also be sure to buckle our airplane uh you know, seat belts a little bit tighter next time after your story about flying halfway across the world. Thank you, Walter. We appreciate it. That's Dan Betzel, and this is Plan with Dan podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Betzel Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio.